help. I am a new STEM teacher and I see five different classes a day with a total of 25 different classes for the week. I am feeling a little bit overwhelmed with how to structure all of this time. Any advice? Does this sound like you? In today's episode, I will be sharing with you different ways to structure your STEM lessons when you see different classes every day to help you feel more confident in the lessons you teach and less overwhelmed. Welcome to the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast, a show that'll help you with lesson ideas, systems, and actionable tips to apply to your classroom. I am your host, Naomi Meredith, a former classroom teacher turned current STEM teacher and coach. With over a decade of experience teaching and a master's degree in STEM leadership, I am here to coach you throughout the year to help you gain back more time to create innovative experiences for your students. Grab your earbuds and let's get started. Before we get started in today's episode, I wanted to read another review that I got on Apple Podcasts. And like I said before, I do read these reviews and they make me smile. And you guys say the sweetest things, which makes me so encouraged to keep going with this podcast. This one is written by M. Crooker 04. And they say, What a great idea. I can definitely see myself growing my new STEM program now. Thank you because you always have fun and practical ideas. Thank you so much for your review. That is so kind of you. And like I said, I do read all of these. So if you listen to me on Apple Podcasts or if you watch the episodes over on YouTube, make sure to leave a comment or give a review. I read these and this helps encourage me to continue to create content for you that will be valuable in your STEM space. I've been talking to a lot of teachers over on social media and through my email, and a lot of you actually teach STEM with five different classes a day, which equals to about seeing all the kids in the whole entire school. I completely get it. In fact, my within my five years of being in the STEM space, my schedule has been different and ever-changing all across the years. So let me give you a little snapshot of what my role has been with STEM. Currently, I see the kids five days a week, K through five, with a total of six different classes a day for 45 minutes. I see them Monday through Friday, the same classes, which I feel like I'm really lucky because I can continue and go deeper in those bigger projects. However, it hasn't always been like that. Actually, the year when I first got started in STEM, My first two days of the week, I was co-teaching with teachers in their classrooms to help them integrate technology and innovative practices. Then Wednesday through Friday, I would teach them, again, K through 5, 45 minutes a week. So my lessons were a lot shorter when it was only three days. Another year, on Mondays, I would teach eight classes a day. I think it was about 35 minutes per class, no passing time. And then Tuesdays, I would co-teach in the classrooms. And then Wednesday through Friday, I would teach K through 5 STEM 45 minutes a day. So I've had a mixture. I totally understand when it comes to seeing a lot of classes in one day and not seeing them again for the rest of the week. When I had that schedule where I saw the eight classes a day on Mondays, it didn't always line up with the kids I would see Wednesday through Friday. I treated my Mondays more as isolated lessons rather than combining it with my regular instruction because I felt like 
the times always didn't line up and it didn't always just make sense. Oh, and not to mention, I have always been our technology lead at my school. We don't have a tech teacher. That is me as well. So I completely get it when you feel like overwhelmed with things because I feel it too at times. So that is real life. And I'm here to share with you some tips that have helped me in the classroom that I know will help you as well. Here are three different ways that you can structure your one-day-a-week class with kids where it can still be a meaningful experience for students and also be rooted in standards and be meaningful with your short amount of time with them. This first way to structure your lessons, I feel like is the most common way to get started with planning. And I definitely recommend for you starting with this, especially if this is your first year in STEM or if your time has also been shifted as well and you are seeing the kids once a week. These are one-day lessons, so you start and end in that same day, and I like to call them challenge of the day. So even though you have that one day, name it something fun, challenge of the day. So here are some ways you can plan a challenge of the day lesson. One way you can do this is having a STEM and stories lesson. Now, there are a ton of picture books out there that are geared towards specifically to STEM. For example, the questionnaires with Rosie Revere Engineer and Ada Twist Scientist, those have a really perfect fit in the STEM space. But even think about other stories that aren't always used in STEM that could have a place as well. So books that have a clear problem and solution are a great way to integrate into your instruction and really hit those ELA standards in your classroom. Sometimes it is really hard to get through a whole story especially when kids are transitioning in, you are getting to know them, they want to chat with you. So try this little hack when you are reading stories in the classroom. Of course, you could look up the story on YouTube. However, I think it is more meaningful when you, the teacher, are the one reading the story. I have a whole blog post about this, and I will link this in the show notes, different ways that you can create a virtual read aloud And I know you're in person, but still use those virtual teaching tools in person. So here is what I mean by this. I recommend getting an ebook version of the stories you want to read or even take pictures of the hardcover version and add those to your Google Drive, but have digital pages of the story you want to read to your students and then share that on your screen and screen record yourself with your picture and video in the camera and you can play that with students. You will be surprised how much more quickly you can read this when you are online instead of in person, and this will actually help speed up the time when you have a really short amount of time with your kids. I do this still. I have 45 minutes with kids, but I still screen record myself reading specific stories. They are not on my YouTube for copyright reasons. I just have them saved in my own personal Google Drive. But I read the stories with my little dog, Frederick, and I introduce him in the camera. So that's really fun, too, (laughs) for the kids to see. So I highly recommend recording these stories at home because you can add in your little pets and the students can make that connection with you. So screen recording yourself reading the story can actually help speed up the time when you are planning a STEM and stories lesson. When you plan your lesson, you might not always get to the part where they actually are planning and drawing their design. Their plan could even just be verbally talking to a partner how they would like to attack the problem, 
And then they can build the solution using reusable materials. Things like blocks, Lego bricks, hashtag blocks, anything reusable that they can build, possibly take a picture in Seesaw or Flipgrid, clean up, and then there's no storage at the end of class. So you are done with that whole thing from beginning to end, story read, the creation is built, they share in some way, and they are on their way. So this is a great way where you don't have that storage issue. Oh my gosh, have you heard the good news? With this podcast being only a month old, we have already hit 2,000 plus downloads together. I cannot believe this number and how I have been able to make an impact to your STEM classroom by way of audio. To celebrate, I have a special 321 giveaway for listeners. There will be three winners celebrating our 2,000 milestone and one month of being on air. You will have the chance to win my back-to-school STEM activities bundle and makerspace bundle. This will save you so much time planning and give you ideas for lessons and organize your space. To enter, find the giveaway image post on my Instagram at Naomi Meredith underscore, tag a teacher friend who would enjoy this podcast. If you want a bonus entry, share the post to your Instagram stories. And that's it. This celebration, the 321, will last from August 22nd through 29th, 2022. Excited to celebrate with you. Another way you can plan a challenge of the day lesson is to create it in a thematic theme. One way that I did this on my Mondays with my eight classes a day is Dot Day was coming up. Now we will have an episode about Dot Day. This is September 15-ish. They even say ish on the website. But Dot Day is September 15th. This is a great one-day celebration in the STEM space where you can have a quick activity, again, tie it into the book, and have a quick activity that the kids can do with you, have a short experience with STEM, and be on their way. When you are planning STEM and story lessons or even thematic lessons, I recommend also combining grade levels. So for K1, 2, 3, 4, 5, you can combine lessons that can help you save on the materials you need to plan and also the cleanup time and prepping things as well, especially if you have a short transition time in between all those classes. Another way that you can plan your lessons is condensing longer projects that do span over the course of one to three days. In my free K-5 through STEM year-long plan, which you can find at naomimeredith.com slash year-long plan, this is also in the show notes, in my K-5 through STEM year-long plan, I have a whole year of different lessons that you can teach K-5. through When I originally planned these lessons, they can span for about five or more days. However, you can definitely pick and choose what works best for you and your classroom. I always provide more than enough content in there because I know everybody's situation is different and you all have different needs as to what you need to teach in your space. There are also digital materials included in there so you don't have to make a lot of copies every time, but you can if you would like. I was actually just talking to a teacher about this on Instagram the other day 
how she has the year-long plan, and she's picking and choosing what works best for her within her first year of STEM. Shout out to you. You know who you are. But this is a great way that you can save time on your planning. So when looking at a whole lesson that spans for about five days that follows the engineering design process, how could you do that when you have limited time with kids? The first day could be all about building background knowledge and doing some research about the challenge at hand. Using all of those different research tools that we've talked about in the past, like podcasts, videos, ebooks, like epic books, lots of different materials to get the kids excited and build background on the topic. During that same day, have students plan their designs, and they can do that by drawing and labeling their pictures and possibly making a shopping list. In episodes five and six, I talk more about the management and setting up of your makerspace. So if you haven't given a listen, go back and check out those episodes. That will definitely help you with your management for all these classes that you see. Day one, you have the background built, and then they create a plan. The next week that you see them, day two, maybe three, this is definitely up to you. Day two can be looking at their plan, reviewing that information, and building their creation. I also recommend keeping those projects very small, so small enough to fit in a gallon-sized Ziploc bag if you want to store them. This also helps you save on materials and all of that prep work so you can build day two and if needed, save them and go on to day three, or you can even be done with building day two. Try it out, but that's not so much storage for you over the long term and you could fit it in over that week. The last way that you can plan your lessons when you have a interesting schedule with the five classes, different classes a day is you can implement STEM stations. This strategy isn't something I would recommend starting right away at the beginning of the year. Stations are something as a classroom teacher that are built up those first couple months of school. And as a STEM teacher, I recommend following that pattern and getting into the stations around the fall time once students are used to routines and following directions to multi-step things. I like to use STEM stations with my K-1 students, but also when I first got started in my STEM role, I used stations K-5. through This actually helped me as a teacher learn how to use the tools and how things worked with different grade levels and really test things out with minimal materials. Again, you can do this K-5 through yourself, or if you want to do this for the younger students, definitely up to you. I recommend for your short amount of time only having up to four stations and completing two stations a day. That way you can have students complete two stations day one, the following week complete stations three and four the next week, and you could even carry on the following two weeks, weeks three and four, or days three and four, and repeat those stations again. That will help save you time on planning. You might get a little bored of explaining the directions 25 different times, but it will be a new experience for the kids. Here is one way that I plan first grade stations in my classroom. Each station follows along the, each letter of STEM, so science, technology, engineering, math. There is a station that goes along with each one. Of course, these are very integrated stations in itself, so they don't necessarily have to be that letter. 
but it's a good way to help remind students what station they're at and what STEM even means. One station was Constellation Creations, and students built different creations using geoboards and having the images at their station, and then a laminated sheet with a list where they could check off the ones they created that day. Another station was a Space Engineering Inspiration Board, where students have different images that are related to space, and they could build those different things with Lego bricks. The third one was moon phase puzzles, where students had all eight moon phases that were cut up into puzzle pieces, and they had to layer them on top of the full images of the moon phases and learn about them along the way. The fourth station was day and night robotic coding, so using the B-Bots or Blue Bots. Using robots, students rolled a dice, and the dice said day or night, And on the grid they were coding on were different things that could be seen during the day, during the night, or during both, which was really fun for them to think about those conversations and things that they have background knowledge about as well. At the beginning of class, I reviewed all of these stations and how to do them. Then students had enough time to go to two stations the first day and then two stations the next day. If you're interested in these stations, these will also all be linked in the show notes so you can check those out and modify those for your classroom. As a recap, here are the three major ways that you can plan your STEM lessons when you see different classes every day. The first way is the challenge of the day lessons. The second way is to condense longer projects into one to three day lessons. And the third way is creating STEM stations where students have four stations to rotate through, two stations a day. I go into more detail about all of these lesson planning methods in my STEM Teacher 101 course and have different examples for you to check out. So you can get all of that and all the links from today in my show notes for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let me know if there's other ways to support you and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Naomi Meredith underscore or send me an email to elementarystemcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure to check out my website, naomimeredith.com to see all the show notes from today's episode and shop my K-5 STEM resources. Any questions you have, needs for resources, or ideas for episodes, get in touch. I'll talk to you soon.